Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome back to Season 16 of Executive Presence Morsels, and we're coming on the tail end of Stress Week. Today we're going to talk about uh, a term called emotional contagion and how that applies to leadership. What an unpleasant term, emotional contagion, right? It sounds like, uh, you know, one of these outbreak type movies or uh, the world that we're living in right now with uh, COVID, uh, unfortunately. In any case, um, think about your ability to manage your own stress, right? We've been talking about that and how that can really be helpful and it can actually help others when they see that example and they feel sort of that you're able to manage through it and you're not spiraling. Now, the interesting thing is this ability will not make you automatically invulnerable to the stress of others. Just because you're able to manage your stress well, like the things that are specifically happening to you, doesn't mean that when other people are in a shared space with you and are stressed out and are freaking out, doesn't mean that you are invulnerable to the stress of others. And I'm talking about the context where you actually care about this person. You're engaged with them as a team, as a client, as a service provider, not some um, random person that you know you don't care about, right? And especially when you're in the same physical presence. It's very powerful. Even if you didn't know them that well, we are designed as human beings to feel the feelings of others. It's, it's adaptive in terms of communicating additional information to us that is perhaps pre-verbal or non-verbal, right? Like without someone saying, I'm really upset. If you don't get out of my way, you and I are going to have a problem, right? By the time that that sentence is uttered, you want to be well out of the way of that person, especially if they're a dangerous person, a person that's stronger or more ferocious than you. You don't really want to wait to hear the words and assess, well, what words did they use? Upset? or No, you just feel that coming off of them and you step clean to the side and just let them go on their way. You don't want a single piece of that. So this is adaptive, and it's also adaptive in a good way um, because we can get in sync with the joys and uh, you know the happiness of others. It's it's important for us as human beings to be able to feel what others are feeling. Now, what this means, for better or worse, is when you are in an environment where everyone's alarms are constantly going off. Guess what's going to happen? This will trigger your alarm or make it more likely for your alarm to be triggered, right? So imagine, um, I don't know, um, uh, a parking lot where one car alarm goes off and which triggers another car alarm. And sure, not every single car alarm in the lot will be going off, but um, perhaps if, uh, you know, it's, 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 you know, loud enough or aggressive enough, it could actually trigger additional alarms. So, um, you know, one way the book describes it, they use a, a metaphor, another person's alarm is like secondhand smoke, right? It affects you when you are in the same room, even if you are not smoking 
yourself. You are not smoking, but you are still negatively affected secondhand by what's going on with the other person and the smoke that they're producing. Now, the tricky thing here is not to turn off all emotions, right? It's not to become like data, like, you know, in, in Star Trek or some sort of um, android. You want to feel the emotional current. It is adaptive, it is informative, but you don't want to get swept away by the riptide of other people's emotions. And this is an important thing to keep in mind for leaders. And this principle also applies to teams, um, especially when you are the leader, right? The way you handle your stress, your emotional state, this is going to be contagious to others. So you can lead people off a cliff or you can steady the ship. So when you help yourself, you help others too. And it's also important as the leader to identify when there are individuals on the team that are being contagious in a negative way to others. So the way that they're dealing with their stress is making others react and respond in a way um, that is not going to be helpful to accomplishing the goal. So if that's not addressed and you don't help this person deal with the stress or help the team um, deal with overall what's going on, then that will give you lower performance and a negative result, regardless of how smart, talented, and dedicated your people are. So wrapped inside um, all these concepts are a lot of marks of executive presence, right? Uh, the six degrees of executive presence, some of them we talk about are equanimity, right? That ability to be cool under fire, to be resolute, right? Even when things are going badly and maybe people are questioning you and stressed out, to still have your true north and do the thing that as long as you believe it's still the right thing, to continue to do it. And also to have confidence, right? Even if maybe you are stressed out and things are going wrong and it's suboptimal positions, that you can still have a purity um, of action uh, with less doubt to give you the best performance you can have in that given moment. So what I'd like you to do today is ask yourself, how conscious are you of your impact on others, right? Do you lead better or worse when you are under stress? And there's no right or wrong answer. And if you work on a team, what ends up being the collective response to stress? And has it helped or hurt the performance of the team? Now, as we wrap up Stress Week, we're going to talk about a funny little thing that happens when you make any sort of personality or character change. So a quick preview, the change is not always welcome, and we're going to find out why. So thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Imagine this scenario. The good news is you've been promoted and now you have a team to manage. The bad news is you've been promoted and now you have a team to manage. Managing other people can be a little bit like parenting in that there's no manual 
on how to do it. And often you can get different results depending on who happens to be on the team. And there's few challenges more difficult than having an insubordinate subordinate. And some people may think the easiest way is to just fire them, but that often doesn't speak well to your leadership and it isn't always within your power to do so. So in our next Connection Counselor Workshop on February 23rd at 11 a.m. Eastern, we're going to tackle how to handle this tricky situation in a way that holds people accountable, gets good results, and also keeps high morale with that person and also with the greater team. If you're interested in joining us, please register. You can sign up at www.joquanjo.com slash workshop. See you soon. The truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks, and the Rolls-Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com slash bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show. Hello, it's Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Welcome back to Season 16 of Executive Presence Morsels, and this is the Friday final episode of Stress Week. And again, a lot of this content uh, was sourced from a fantastic book called Hijacked by Your Brain by Dr. Julian Ford and John Wartman. And I will write a review on that and share uh, a link to my website where you can see that review, as well as a link if you're interested in getting the book. Now, today, we're going to talk about something, um, you know, it came up by thinking about stress, but really it applies to any sort of wholesale change you may make in your life or how you deal with things. Maybe personality is a confusing word, but um, let's just say how you roll through life and how people perceive who you are. And what happens when you make a change, and I'm assuming a change for the better, especially in the realm of executive presence and dealing with stress that we've been talking about. How do people react? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.